Dear listener, it's Monday morning, the dreaded beginning of the work week, and Matt and I have some advice for you to make it through the next five days on this mini-episode of The Working Experience. Enjoy. The Working Experience. Route 93 North is almost at a standstill. It's a rough one out there this morning. Snow and sleet. There is no service on the... Stand clear of the closing doors, please. Uh, Yeah, folks, we're going to be a few minutes. We have train traffic ahead of us. We should be moving shortly. Y'all need that report ASAP. Where are we on that presentation? And HR wants to see you. Did you return that email yet? We have a team meeting at 10. You stay late, Bob. Teamwork makes the dream work. <laughs> They're moving in a different direction. And after the meeting, we'll have a breakout session. Who ate my Where are my hot pockets? This microwave is disgusting. Oh, God, what's that? He was no. living his Sexual toenails at his desk. I can't take it anymore. I can't take it anymore. Hey everyone, welcome to this TGIM edition of the Working Experience Podcast. It's Maddie Kay. And John, and we're so delighted that you're here with us on this fine Monday morning. What do I get more excited about than Fridays? Mondays. Am I right? Oh, I despise Fridays. <laughs> Mondays, I love Mondays. Yeah, you got you got five whole days, five whole official days where everybody else has to be there and you can be high-fiving and feeling people up in the office and <laughs> getting all that done. Well, I don't really, I don't see it as a five days. I see it as seven days because I, you remember, Matt, I work the soccer fields, the swim meets, everything. Yeah, there's no Everything real... is an opportunity for me. There's, Any, yeah. there, there's like caged animals and I'm the lion. There's no work week for you. It's just endless. It's endless. It just keeps, keeps stretching the, out. There's no stop. Nope. There's no stop in my vocabulary. I saw some guy on Instagram. He posted a picture. It was like work life or thriving business or something like that. And he had a picture of himself. Well, not of himself, but a picture of of him sitting on the beach looking at the sunset. I'm like, what are you, nuts? That's not working. (laughs) That's downtime. What's he doing? (laughs) Sitting on the beach? (laughs) Looking at the sunset? What, are you going to paint a picture of it, Picasso? <laughs> Get back to work. What are you doing? I don't understand it, you know? Well, I, you know, I don't I don't begrudge anyone for sitting on the beach. I'm just always looking for that angle. Like, if I'm going <laughs> to learn to paint or write poetry, I, that's got to be, how do I monetize that? Right, it's always monetizing it. It's never for the sheer joy. It's never for the creation aspect. No, no, no. It's it's how how is that almighty dollar going to fit into this scheme? Well, and that that's what you know. Monday is the time to uh, you know get those batteries going and uh, see how you can monetize. The, again, the word I love is, or the phrase I love, return on investment (ROI). What's the ROI? ROI, absolutely. And you know, it's funny. I had. Um, I had lunch with uh, a mutual friend of ours, Joey Garino, and about halfway through the lunch, he asked me, he goes, so John, uh, what are you up to? What's your latest scheme? 
And I'm, I'm looking at him like I joke about this stuff. And I think that's actually how people perceive me. Yeah. Like, what am I hustling on now? <laughs> well, this was after, of course, you'd placed boxes of the vitamin supplements. Yes. No, no. I, 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 he could hear me coming down the block and the pills were shaking. <laughs> Yeah, you already had. And then the, he uh, sat. He sat down, and I slipped. I slipped the bottle in his jacket. Yeah, yeah. And you know, you're like, no, no, this isn't a multi-level marketing plan or scheme no, or whatever no. that is. No. And I told, I told him, I was like, Joey, he, he didn't ask for the pills, but I'm like, Joey, don't, don't, don't give me any money now. No. It's, it's, it's on me. Right. Yeah. And and then it's like the heroin addict. I'm gonna get him hooked. I'm extending this opportunity to you as your friend because I want you in on the ground floor of this. See? Oh, I, I have no problem burning to the ground friendships <laughs> of, of 20, 30 years just to make the sale. Well, I, I always like it how you couch it as like, you're only letting them know about it. Don't tell anyone else. <laughs> shh, right? Shh. I'm, I'm, I'm looking around, make sure no one's listening. Yeah, there aren't a lot I'm of spots. You, I'm letting you in on it. Yeah, there's not a lot of spots here, okay? These are very, very scarce opportunities. I'm letting you in because we're friends. <laughs> <laughs> and it, meanwhile, you're telling everyone about it. <laughs> Anyone and everyone about You know, speaking it. about um, multi-level marketing, I read an article. I don't know if I sent it to you, but someone some university they ran they ran a study of how much people make in these mlm schemes and the the statistics were laughable oh i it think like, you sent me this yeah it was like 99.8 percent of people lose money loot so not even make money well i love they how lose the, money the guy described the, i think it was a woman he knew on in, she's on instagram like talking about her multi-level marketing plan and this and that. And she's like the way she's dressed and all, she makes it look like she's, you know, turning over hundreds of thousands of dollars every month. And then realize this is all just part of the plan, you know, like it's, it's smoke and mirrors. My, my sister about two years ago came to me and she's like, my friend, I'm not going to mention names. She's like, my friend is, She's, she has this business and she starts to describe it to me. And I'm like, oh, that's multi-level marketing. She's like, no, it's not. I'm like, no, no, no. I'm like, Celine, that, that's multi-level marketing. I was like, don't just walk away from this, run away from it. Right. And, I and I went through just all, all the stuff. And it was like her friend was actually making money on it. Mm. But she was in... You know, she was at the very, very beginning, and what happens is the more people she signs on, they get a piece of their, you know, I think they call it down sales pipeline. Yeah, uh, yeah, some, downstream, something like that. Yeah, downstream, and I was like, and now at this time, this this MLM was like six years old. I was like, you are just going to lose money, and she, it took her a while to say no. Yeah, because it sounded so enticing, and that's what it is: is these sales pitches, they hit on certain, you know, you basic human needs, and it, it's almost like they're playing you, and it's done very, very well. Like their sales pitch is very, very convincing, but it's 
you know, the, the statistics, it's literally, you have a better chance of go and I, I don't recommend anyone go and gamble, but your odds are better at Vegas yeah. than a multi-level marketing scheme. Yeah. Uh, on Instagram, you, you see it all the time. Like, you know, I think because of the name of our thing, the working experience, like we attract these people and there's all these like thriving business warrior and this and that. And like, people want to want us to like do business with them to grow our brand and which is not so Matty, why aren't you signing on the dotted right. line? <laughs> thriving thriving business warrior we got to have that person on yeah she's big i i think it's a i don't know if it's one there's somebody who crops up in all these photos and they're always doing yoga on a beach or something like that or lifting you know deadlifting you know 500 pounds or something um but it sort of strikes me as multi-level marketing. Like, I know it's not exactly the same thing, but like, you know, it's it's amazing how many people will, like, when when we finish the short film and put it out on Facebook, not the film, but put out, you know, that we'd finished it and da-da-da, I got inundated with friend requests. And some of these people are like real estate folks in Florida, India, this, that, you know, multi-level blah. Oh, that's that's when you got to accept them all. Yep. And there's no, it's only yeses. Matt, do you want to buy a five-bedroom villa in India? Yes. Yes. Get, <laughs> yes. get, get the paperwork going. Matt, do you want to, uh, this herbal life, yes. we have these pills yep. that will grow you an extra arm? Yep. Sign me up. Sign me up. Send me the paperwork. So multi-level marketing, is that a Ponzi scheme? Like, is that the updated version of a Ponzi scheme? Pyramid scheme, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Yes. It's it. Yes, it is. It it, it is a pyramid. It, it's not. It's not really a Ponzi scheme. It's more of like a pyramid. Is a Ponzi scheme the same thing as a pyramid? I think so. I think it has the same. Is it just effect. another word. Yeah. Well, Ponzi was a guy, and he he started. That's where it comes from. It's a scam. I I think yeah. Basically to. You're just trying to get other people to sign up to sell, and they pay you for the product. Yeah, but it's but it's not it's not like a Bernie Madoff scheme. No, no, where it's no. all smoke and mirrors. There's actual product. Yeah, that is sold. Yeah, and it's it's kind of like that. Like Mary Kay is probably, you know, one of them, or Am, right Amway. I mean, there are products that are sold. So you physically get products. Right. It's just the way that, um, you know, the way that it's done and the way the commission structure is set up is you just you just don't make any money. Yeah. Because like, you're, com- you're competing against everybody else. Nobody wants to buy it from you. You, you. you basically destroy relationships to sell some cream, which is I'm all about. Yeah. I'm just... A hundred percent. Well, I remember reading about this woman. She was selling some vitamin supplement, whatever, some multi, multi-level multi marketing thing. And she was like, basically said she cashed out all her friends on Facebook. And now she was trying to expand beyond them. I'm like, boy, you must be a hit at barbecues and picnics. Like, Jesus. Well, what, what, I, what I'm really pushing right now is this anti-aging thing <laughs> for the ladies. <laughs> And this is my this is my go to. Yeah. <laughs> I always have a bottle or, or a squeeze bottle yeah. in my right hand, and I see you know a, a mom on the sidelines or at a meet, and I go over 
and I grab the right hand, squirt it, and then quickly grab the left and squirt it. So now they've got both hands are filled with this anti-aging cream. Now I have them. Yeah. Now they've got to do something with that cream. So I go into my sales pitch. Yeah. And I, I think you probably use your wife sometimes too. Gene, come here. Let me smear some of this goop on you. Yeah. Or I go, I go, uh, I go, oh, is that something on your face? Put a little cream on the thumb. And then I rub the cream in their face. <laughs> and then let them know that I did them a favor by applying the cream. And that, that rub is on me. That's on Johnny. And we're just hoping, uh, you're just hoping that they don't sue you when they get the eventual chemical yeah, that, burn. That's, that's, in the, that's in the details. Yeah. That's, my lawyer can figure that out. But the the tube right now is going for a hundred bucks. But if you know me, yeah, I get it. For, you get it for sixty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're practically you're losing money. But we're friends. But we're friends. Yeah. We're family. We're not friends. We're family. We're family. <laughs> we're family. <laughs> and you're like, no, my last name starts with a B. I, the, my kids play soccer. They're like, who is this guy? What's going on? Well, oh, there's that, there's that, there's that, that cream guy. Quick, honey, get out, let's get out of here. I like the word scheme too. What's the scheme, latest right. scheme? scheme. I, I was like, I, this could be a skit. It's a, what's my latest scheme? <laughs> it's a, it's very close to scam. <laughs> you know, right, right. It's one it's step like, away from scam. It's one syllable away from yeah. scam. From from you being a, a used car salesman who's unloading a lemon on someone. <laughs> all, always. 360. Yeah. Well, I, well, I that's, don't... That's where we find ourselves on this fine Monday morning. Yeah. What, so what did you do this weekend, Matt? Uh, I got to tell you, it was not memorable. It really was not not terribly memorable. I'm not bringing a lot to the table this weekend. Next weekend, I'm going to have to fire it up. I mean, the most I did was I ate about six slices of pizza. That was pretty satisfying. That's an, that, hey, that's an accomplishment. Yeah. And a lot of people can't eat six slices of pizza. Yeah, well, I, I ate four, and I thought I was really full, and I was. I was full, but I wasn't full to the point of being sick. So then I, I could shovel in two more slices and uh, always get it always. going. You got to go. You got to always shove in more than you can you can take on. I uh, yeah, I miss those days of really eating myself nearly into a coma. I don't do that anymore because it's you know bad for your health and all that. But I do miss those days. Well, now what I do is I strategically order because my boys will order more than they can they can finish so i'm like my dad i just hover over and wait <laughs> wait for the weaklings to fall off and then dad snoops in and grabs the uh the morsels yeah but those days are probably quickly coming to a close those kids get to be like 13 or you know they, they just start eating everything in yeah sight. they just they, they eat as they each had a house and home yeah I uh, I went to see the Avengers, the latest Avengers movie. Oh, was how was three that? Three hour behemoth. It was you know it was actually pretty good. Three hours. Yes, three three hours. And I think in five minutes. See, I like a I like a good long movie. Obviously, if I'm into it, uh, some movies you know are kind of unsatisfying. They're too short, but I can get into a good three hour action movie. I think. Yeah, it's it's a solid. It, it's a good movie, you know, for like an action, you know, superhero movie. It's it's a good. Uh, it, I, it's a. I recommend it. Did you see it on IMAX? 
by any chance? No, no, I just saw it 2D, regular digital. I do kind of enjoy an IMAX movie. That's a pretty good experience. I got to say, you know, the seats in movie theaters up here now are like massive. They're these giant leather things that recline. Yeah, they're, they're recliners. Yeah. What, what what happens, I love them. That I've got the same ones here on Long Island, and I love them. But if I go to see a movie with the boys, like a movie I just can't, they want to see. Yeah. And I just have no interest in it. Man, I, I am lights out within two minutes snoring where my <laughs> kids have to hit me my boys have to hit me they're like dad dad and i'd be like oh no i was awake i was awake and then i fall asleep again so the first third of the movie i lose but these some of the movies they see are so stupid i could literally fall asleep for half the movie pick it up and still know what's going on not the last movie i saw but maybe the one before that there was a guy, and I'm not kidding you, the, the theater was like more than half empty, right? So I'm in the middle row, right dead center screen, you know, where I like to sit. And this guy's, it's, it's uh, you know, your assigned seats, you know, they do like, you, you pick, right, you, yeah. Right. This guy's sitting next to me, there's this woman on his other side. The guy next to me, I'm not kidding you, has Tourette's syndrome. <laughs> he has Tourette's. <laughs> I was there early, and Love he, it. he's blurting out stuff. Like, it was not even at the coming attractions yet. It was just that garbage they show in the beginning. And he's yelling stuff out. And I'm like, oh, my God. Am I going to have to sit? Like, of all the people in the theater, of course, I'm sitting next to him. Then his companion switched seats because she realized I was like, you know, she was she was wide awake enough to realize I was not going to enjoy sitting next to him. So she switched seats. And once the movie started, he quieted down. But before the movie, he's yelling stuff out. <laughs> yelling. Like, totally unrelated to the what was on the screen or anything like that. He's just yelling and, and moving his arms around and stuff. And I'm like, I, I know everybody says this, but I'm like, I tend to be a bit of a weirdo magnet. And I'm like, oh my God, here we go. Tourette's Syndrome. So, there you go. Yeah, that I mean, some sometimes that's entertaining, sometimes that's annoying. I mean, I feel bad for the guy, but yeah. what, are you, what are you gonna do? I guess I shouldn't have said weirdo, should I? That was a microaggression. Yeah, that was a microaggression. Yeah, we're learning about microaggressions. There's microaggressions, and there's two other micros that we learned about in our cultural proficiency seminar, which I can't even say without laughing. Uh, we're learning Jesus to be Christ. culturally proficient. If you want to see something very funny and pathetic, it's a bunch of middle class, upper middle class, white suburban people trying to learn not to be racist. It's one of the best things you've ever seen in your life. So, I guess listen, listen, sign me up for that. I'm, I'm all, I'm all in for that. Yeah, hundred percent. I think the word, you know, we've talked about the master class kind of jokingly, but I think we could come up with a master class on being more culturally sensitive. Absolutely. I mean, there's rarely two people more culturally sensitive than you and I. Of course. I define culturally sensitive, gender, gender yeah. sensitivity, racial sensitivity, I, all of it. Yeah, gender. Race, yeah, whatever. age. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're... I'm, I'm trying to think of. I'm trying to think of everything. I mean, I'm just <laughs> super sensitive. I'm trying to. I, I can't even communicate how broad-minded I am. It's so hard, you know, because I'm so accepting and tolerant. 
you know? Well, it's, I'll be around the boys and I'll say something completely inappropriate, knowing that it's inappropriate, nothing like really offensive. But my, my, my boys will look at me and be like, Dad, you can't say that. I'm like, oh, yeah, I can. I could, I could definitely say it. I just did. <laughs> I just, I I just, just said did. It. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, so, um, you know, this Monday, okay, here, here's your task, everybody, for the week. Try being more culturally sensitive. Pick one thing. Gender, age, ethnicity. See, I don't use the term race. We're all the human race. That's such an antiquated, biased term. You know? There, I just just taught everybody something. Right? We're we're all one. Cut out the microaggressions. Yeah. The the face ticks, the words, anything that could offend somebody, cut it out. Yeah, just cut it out. And uh, it's like it's like a virus. Yeah. So or a cancer. Let's all this week try to work on our cultural sensitivity. I'm not going to say you're going to reach the level of John and I, but you can try. It's something to shoot for. We're we're like um, we're like Buddhist monks. Yeah. That have been meditating in the caves for 30 years. Yep. There's literally nothing that can shake us. I mean, when I was sitting next to that weirdo with Tourette's syndrome, I was so broad-minded about it, you know, accepting. Open arms, yeah. Taller. Hey, listen, you, you, you go sit next to him and be like, listen, when you have an outbreak, turn to my right ear <laughs> and just let me have it. Tell me all about it. What do you got going on? You know? So this Monday, um, if you see a coworker. Uh, with something weird, maybe they have a big head or kind of a big ass, or they're just kind of lumpy and weird looking. <laughs> try not to, try not to stare. Okay. <laughs> you know? a, a, big, a big head or a big ass. See, this is the kind of insights yeah. that you, that you're not going to get in regular <laughs> life. You have to come up and listen to us on the work and experience for these, these wisdom morsels. <laughs> If you if you would encounter a big ass, yeah, I'm talking like Donald Trump. You know, he's he's overweight. Yeah, he's got a big ass, but he's overweight in such a weird, lumpy way. Like, have you seen the size of his ass compared to yeah. the rest of his body? I, 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 he always wears suits, but then I saw him in his golf outfit from behind. Oh, it's te- terrible! Holy shit! I mean, his pants. Are 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 jacked up, like he jacks him jacks him up above, like I don't know is, it's for a guy, <clears throat> and I, I don't know about the ladies, but my my waist of my my jeans or whatever it is I'm wearing will never go above my belly button. No. No, no, you don't want right? to do that. No, I mean for no. for girls, I think it's different because they they could yeah they they could definitely wear it at their belly button or above their belly button. But for a guy, that's a bad look. Well, women tend to wear like yoga pants now and stuff like that. Yeah, and those can get jacked all the way up. Now, I suppose a guy could wear yoga pants and jack them up, but then you'd have what they call moose knuckle. So that's uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, you don't, you don't, you don't want that. You don't want the old moose knuckle hanging up there. <laughs> <laughs> so, but when you see Trump from behind, I couldn't get over it. I mean, it's massive. His rear end. Yeah, it's big. He's got a big ass. Yeah, right? and then the rest of his body is pale and 
kind of lump his face is all lumpy and whatnot. I don't know. You know, if I see this just just for our listeners, this is Matt with an observation. Yeah. There's, there's no ill intent with the fact that he's saying Trump has a big ass and he's pale. No. And he's disgusting. This is just an observation. <laughs> I want everybody to picture this for two seconds. Just visualize this. Donald Trump from behind naked. Huh? How do you like that? How do you like that? Yeah, Melania, Melania's got to deal with that. Oh my God. Can you believe? Can you imagine that? Can you imagine no. that? I bet she doesn't no. deal with it at all, to be honest with you. She does. I don't think she does anymore. How could you? I think she, once upon a time she did, but I'd, I'd have to believe that she does not deal with that anymore. Holy jeez. That's like, I remember when um, Stormy Daniels, was Stephanie Clifford, is that her name? Yes. Yeah. She was describing what she thought before she was going down to have Donald, uh, have sex with Donald Trump. And her, she said in her mind, she was thinking, oh God. God, here and this is a woman who does this for a living. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she gets paid, you know, to get in some situations there, and you know, she she gets paid for it. No harm, no foul. She's a she's she's a professional. She's a professional, and she was, uh, yeah, repulsed. So, and she was disgusted. Yeah. All right, I think that's a good good way to end the um thank god it's monday <laughs> donald podcast. trump's naked from behind okay everybody <laughs> on, on that note everyone that should push you into the week a little wind behind your sails i am the wind beneath your wings everyone <laughs> <laughs> all right everybody have a wonderful week all right everyone thank you for listening to this episode of the working experience Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of The Working Experience. We'd like to thank our sponsors, One Circle Media and the Still Believe app, the only app that delivers video proof of the Tooth Fairy and Santa by simply taking a picture. Download the app at stillbelieve.co today and amaze your kids. And if you work for a studio, network, startup, or corporation and are looking for a partner to create media that will build engage and entertain your audience reach out to me at john at onecirclemedia.com i would love to hear from you and that's it the end the sweet end until our next audio encounter